You're listening to Empire of Rust, the world's first and only Transformers RPG podcast. Join the fight as Carapace, Rex, Magnum, Wildstrike, and Sweet Spot fight their way through Iacon's underworld against criminal empires and a movement determined to bring an end to the Cybertronian Confederation. Hi, this is Rex. A lot of you listeners have asked why neutrals, such as Carapace and myself, dislike the other Transformers. You see, Autobots and Decepticons are very much alike. They both like to boss people around. They both like to fight and battle constantly. They both like to blame the other and not take responsibility for their own actions. Whereas neutrals are just chill and leave others alone. We don't get all up in everyone else's business. We help each other out. For example, if Quasar, who's a saber-toothed tiger, gets a hairball stuck, I just whack him with my tail. And after he rolls across the cave and smashes into the wall, the hairball just pops out. And when Quasar's kitty litter box needs to be emptied, I have Crazer clean it out. He's got those long mammoth tusks. And what else is he going to use them for? He might as well help out and get that kitty waste out of there. Then we all take the kitty waste down to the tar pits and get rid of it. And if there's some poor bastard stuck in the tar pit, we throw the kitty waste at them for a good laugh. We're really like a family, a community that shares and cares. In summary, Autobots suck, Decepticons suck, Non-Dinobots suck, Tar Pits suck, and Kittyway sucks. But Sand Pits and Mud Pits are fun, tires are great, and plants are delicious. I think that about covers it. Enjoy this episode of Empire of Rust. Rex out. All right, welcome back, everyone, to episode 34 of Empire of Rust. Yeah, it's been a long time. Hello, everyone. How's everybody doing tonight? Not too bad. Uh, tonight, yeah, it is nighttime now, isn't it? It's evening, I mean, the, the light's still where I am, but we are in the same time zone, so. You've been getting 10-minute thunderstorms <clears throat> here. Yep, same time zone, different state. Truth. You, you're actually, you're the only one out of state, aren't you? I believe so. Yes. What's it like over there, Pat? I mean, it's like the dark ages and shit. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, we're all over here in Massachusetts in the, in, the, in the good place. I don't know about that. I mean, I'm not that far away. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> you're on the other side of the world. You're on yeah, the other we, planet. We, we taste the same. Where we Accept are. it. <laughs> <laughs> Massachusetts and Rhode Island combined. And fit into several other states. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we're not that far. Unacceptable. All right. When we last left you guys, you had just saved the Metallicas from destruction yet again. What is this? The third time you've saved them? Yep, we better be getting paid overtime. Maybe you can uh, you can you can convince them to to help you out with that. I I don't believe they're going to do that. <laughs> I'm willing to bet they consider with them updating their safety policies. <laughs> So at the end of last episode, um, Magnum, you had just looked over the uh, unconscious body of Nimrod and the completely obliterated body of Shortfall and found a number of items. Uh, among them is a case that was on Shortfall, uh, along with a data pad and a data jack on Nimrod. Okay. If he's still... If but he's Nimrod still, is still un- is unconscious? Yeah, I was looking at the, the, the actual damage that you guys had done to him, and you only went 
you uh, only hit, you only went a little bit beyond zero. So uh, it was less than five. So I'm willing to say that he is, he's, he's dead. But if you take some quick action to save him, I will allow that. Okay. Shortfall though is completely wiped out. You had right. uh, hit him for over, <laughs> for over 15 damage more than his hit points. Nice. All right. Then I will uh, treat him to stabilize him. Okay. Uh, if I notice he's still unconscious because he's not going to let anyone die who's not okay. attacking us anymore. You can do that. That's not a problem. All right. I will say that you can stabilize him and no issues there. And we should uh, tie him up or throw him in prison. We need to, yeah, I was going to say we need to, we need to bind him. He's still unconscious, so you guys can... Uh, I'm sure you have some, some cable on you that you can go yep. ahead and bind. Maybe yep. uh, your winch there, Carapace. All right, so there's a, a couple of things that uh, you guys need to get to before your mission is complete here. Uh, one is actually completing the, the mission that you guys had set out here to, to do, getting Energon. Uh, another thing you need to decide on is what you're doing with the uh, the Kaon Star, the the bodies that you found on the ship and in the station crew, uh, and just yeah, what you wanna to do about all of that. Well, since it's probably taboo to uh, fly the body of another bot when that body is deceased, perhaps we could uh, load all the bodies of the deceased onto the Kaon Star and tow it back to Icon for, you know, proper burial rights. Such. Pay respects. Yeah, like, at this point, like, what is the appropriate cultural way to deal with this on Cybertron? I mean, on Yukar, and Yukaris is pretty much, like, take the tools that you need and just leave the body out for the... Is it now it's just a vehicle? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it, it still functions as an actual ship, but the, uh, uh, everything about the the Kaon Star is still functionally working, so to speak. I mean, it, it needs Energon, of course, to to be re um, uh, to be refreshed, but uh, there's no sentience behind it anymore. So it's just a machine. But I mean, like th- that's almost like the equivalent of like a zombie. Like, is that frowned upon? Is that disgusting? Is that like yeah, whatever? Yeah, it's, it's more like building a raft out of. Out of bones. It's not a a, a typical thing to do. So uh, mm-hmm. you generally, when when bots die, they their parts are recycled, and it you kind of move on from there. Um, but in the case of a ship, a ship is very valuable in its own right. Sure. So, well, it's not not for us to decide what its ultimate uh, dissolution is. I mean, I, I would say just tow it back, like he said. I mean, my, my understanding is that this place that we are at now is going to be a hub of activity. The fact that it happened to get whatever happened to it is a momentary lapse in a normally regularly scheduled program. So, like, we're going to call up somebody and say, hey, guess what? Everybody's dead. You should probably send more people to come in and fix this place. Oh, by the way, one of the ships is dead. You should do something about that. Like, we're not undertakers. Like, this is not our job. Quite right. It's not for us to decide. Yeah, so I mean, it's we just should, like if we can contact Iacon, that might be just a better thing to do. Yeah, um, and concentrate on just making sure the base is safe and secure, and maybe cl- put the, fix the door uh, to make sure that the base is secure. After we leave, I would suggest having the captain and one, maybe two members, just to keep an eye on things until 
replacement crew can, can arrive. And if you suggest this, then both Cryo and Steam run up and volunteer immediately. And we can get off the attacks. Turn into a gun <laughs> and fall on the floor? I mean. We, we don't want to spend any more time on the ship with uh, with this misaiming bot. And Cryo looks at Sweet Spot. I look behind me. Mm, look at it. <laughs> You're a bad shot. It's always personal with Sweaty, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Every time. Now I'll lean down to the steam guy. Your grip is loose. Do that right now. <laughs> Tighten it up. Tighten it up. <gasps> he looks affronted. It's either, it's either personal insults with Sweet Spot or someone's asking him on a date. <laughs> you just lost two votes, Sweetie. I'm the voting. See who uh, comes out to escort me during the race. <laughs> I'm just worried about the lifespan of any NBC that we leave behind. They gonna spontaneously explode or something like that. So I mean, I guess one of the things like, what is our actual objective here? Like, you know, like when do we get paid? Like when we return the fully fueled ship to Iocon? If I recall correctly, you actually did get paid. You got in a, in advance. No, I'm sorry. I I think I'm wrong on that one. I don't remember ever I think we getting got a, paid we, we, for anything. I don't remember any money in this game. <laughs> we did get we did get paid, but I'm pretty sure it's for what we already did because they certainly hadn't paid us before that. You're right, because account bought four thousand uh, came over and transferred some money to your accounts. But uh, I mean, can uh, can the uh, can the crew of this ship do the energon loading themselves? I mean, can we? Uh, yeah, can you they handle so. it with the staff. With the staff, okay. So I would say, I mean, that's. Fill up the energon, check with Iacon, get instructions, and then go back. Okay. Yeah, you believe that they can uh, they can take care of that for you. Uh, it would take them a little bit longer than uh, than the station crew, but you you think that they could handle it, uh, especially with uh, with Blue Shift's help. You think so? Alrighty. It would say it's just having extra crew members just in case there's a wild animal kicking around. Uh, sure. While they're doing their work, they're not probably not as dangerous as this spark dude. Yeah, well, as far as like the turbo foxes go, uh, they get in probably because the door is left open. Yeah. So as long as uh, the place is secure, uh, the regular critters shouldn't be able to get in and cause any havoc. Yeah. yeah so you'd be fix- you'd be amazed at how uh, how useful just having a closed door is to keeping animals away. (laughs) I can't identify whether that's sarcasm or not. Okay, so we get the crew to fuel up the ship to turn it into an even bigger bomb, and then we hopefully will ride that safely to Iacon and maybe not get attacked along the way, which would be a, you know, bit of a miracle. Minor miracle? Yeah, I was just going to say. So. Can, can we contact Iacon from here, though? Uh, nope, you're out of range, but you will be able to when you get around, like, halfway or so. so they uh, don't have, like, cell phones? Satellite communication? Satell- satellites? Uh, I mean, <laughs> we're super advanced. Obviously, it's we're not, not that advanced. <laughs> no, we're, no, we're close to fourth level. Somebody somebody pick a satellite as their, <laughs> as their other <laughs> other option to <laughs> jump off. <Right. laughs> Yeah. Wild, wild Strike, where are you? <laughs> no, don't call Wild Strike. You probably just run into. <laughs> That's what it takes. Cyberfraud doesn't have an infosphere. 
Uh, it's not going to extend out this far, because right now you are technically in the wilds, and civilization hasn't really built up that far enough. There are no cell towers here. No cell towers. Yes, we gotta we gotta hoof it on halfway back at least. Considering thing how fast this thing moves, can we like CI a con from here? I mean, send up smoke signals. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it took you like four days to get here. Yeah, but, yeah, but we can still see the city lights at night. Crawl. If Wildstrike were here, he could make it back in like a couple, like an hour or two. All right, you call his name one more time, he's gonna show. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it works. <laughs> nice. Uh, all right, and so you're gonna, so you're going to to. Uh, both fuel up and get the energon containers of the Metallicus filled up. And the Chaos Star, you said you're going to just tow. Are you going to fill up their energon containers, fill up the, the ship? What do you want to do with that? Might as well fill it up if we're going to bring it back. Yeah. If it's uh, capable of holding and it's capable of flying, might as well use it for that trip. Yeah, if we're gonna be if we're gonna be dangerous about it, might as well double down. Take care of it. You know what they're gonna call us when we show up with two full ships of uh, Energon back in Icon? Why are we gonna fill up the other ship? Because we can. Because you need something to do. I, no, but I mean, I guess I, I guess I'm curious about the if this is taboo. It's not like we're gonna be like, oh, well, we found a corpse. We should go treat it nicely. But first, let's fill it up with you know diamonds and then bring it home. Like either it's taboo to deal with it or it's not. You gotta loot the body before you. I was talking it. about filling up the energon canisters that are on the bottom, just like the Metallicus has. Okay, can the Metallicus hold a double yield? Uh, no, but the Kaon Star can hold its yield, assuming that you're you're towing it back. Okay, so we're using this corpse to tie a bunch of stuff to, and that's respectful. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's let's en- do it then. It's energon. No I questions. Think, I think. As long as it's carrying energon, it'll be fine. What I, what I was trying to load to you is you know what they're going to call us when we return with two full tankers of energon, Carapace? I, I, don't, I don't know. What, what are they going to call us? <laughs> they get damn heroes. Well, hero is a bit of a politician's word, isn't it? One of my favorites. Uh, let's go ahead and deal with the stuff that... Magnum has found on Shortfall and Nimrod. Uh, I'm going to need uh, a medicine check from you or anyone who can do medicine. That would be a no. I have medicine. Fifteen. You want to roll it or you want to aid Pythagoras? I'll try to aid because I don't have a lot of medicine. Uh, I just made it, so plus two. So that's seventeen. Seventeen. Uh, actually, that uh, that plus two really did help out quite a bit on that one. Uh, so, what you find in the case that Shortfall had, it is a small case with injectable canisters full of a blue substance. There are six canisters in there. Four of them are empty. Uh, and as you are looking through it and examining it, examining it, you can tell that it contains a nanite-infused energon that, when injected, provides a plus-two circumstance bonus to the save of any effect that causes ability damage for ten minutes. Basically a rabies shot versus a uh, sparky. <laughs> Kinda, yeah. Oh, nice. If used while under the effect of a temporary negative level, you immediately get a save to remove one of them. Hmm. How do we know that's up? Uh, DC is equal to the effect that caused the negative level in the first place. 
Uh, and if you are under, under the effect of multiple negative levels, you can choose which one that you would like to save against. Nice. Interesting. So they had six of these things, and now they have two. Mm-hmm. Huh. The other ones that are, that are empty, do they look like they had stuff in them at one point, or were they just empty to begin with? It looks like they were used. Okay. So it looks like either Nimrod or Shortfall had uh, injected uh, several of these to themselves. No, because they, they probably actually fought the Spark Eater at some point and got fucked up by it. Or they just handle it and it was just sort of like an inoculation. Huh. Do you want to, should we give this to Carapace? Yeah, I mean, we can, I mean, are we, we're going to be here for a while. It's, like, is it going to take a day to fill up the ship? Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, we can wait until I'm, I've done it tomorrow. I mean, it would be nice, if we're going to be continuing on, it would be nice to have these sort of things for the future. Do you get like a save uh, day for this? How does his how is his negative levels recover? Does he get like a save every day? Yep, I get to make a check every day. Well, I guess we could give you a night's rest then. Because it's not a permanent level, correct? All right. So, Carapace, you're going to to try and get your level back naturally, okay? Yeah, I figured. Uh, does this Greg do the same thing for Rex? Yeah, technically, yeah. So does, I mean, does, does Rex want to wait, or does he want to use oh, it right oh, now? Oh, uh, yeah, I'll wait. All right. Do you want us to make those checks now? Uh, yeah, might as well, because you guys are, are spending the time here to, to wait for the ship to get filled up, and yeah, we can go ahead and do it now. And can you do something with the medicine check in order to aid to that, Rumi? I don't know, can I? Because I certainly could try. You may have an ability that allows you to give bonuses to saves. I do have one of those, yes. I can give plus one. Um, or is this sort of like a long-term care situation? Or... Uh, I think the 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 innate ability or the, the, like the main ability of the scientist, you can uh, expend an Energon node to give a, a bonus to your saves. Yes, you can, can give a plus one to lots of things. Um, someone saves or an ability or something like that. So I can use that. Excellent. Yeah, like I see long long term care, and that's just if we if we succeed, we get twice the number back. You know, either ability score damage. Oh, this is just with a straight medicine check, then. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't sure like if he has any weird like necromancer powers that he can kind of be like, oh, I'm going to bolster you. You know, there's a lot about him I don't know. Yes, I do have such powers. Item, tell him that you can. He'll probably believe you. I can. Let's see. And it's a fortitude save or a will save? It is a DC 16 fortitude save. So add plus one. Uh, Well, I have a... I rolled a 16, and that's with my negative one. Oh, nice. So if you add a plus one... I mean, I I guess I, I make it just barely. I rolled a nine. So, okay. I am back to... Back to life, back to reality. <laughs> that you are. <clears throat> back to the here and now. Very good. Excellent. And Rex, what about you? Uh, Rex failed. I rolled a 10. So minus 1 plus 5. I just miss it. Oh, man. It's okay. It's, it's a temporary one, so you'll be able to, to try again the next day. Or you can have, uh, or you can take one of those inoculations and get yourself an immediate save. If you wanted to. We have a four-day journey back, right? Immediate save. So what's that do? Give me a plus or what? Or just gives me another save? You get another Uh, save. Yeah, it gives you an immediate uh, save. 
Uh, same thing as a DC 16 fort, uh, fortitude save, but if Ma- if Pythagoras is going to give you a bonus, then don't forget that. It doesn't matter. I rolled a four. Oh. Damn it, Rob. You can't even cheat well. No. You know he can't see the rolls. <laughs> I rolled a four. Dean. Hundred thousand. Too much, Rob. Too much. Pull back. <laughs> <laughs> So, Pythagoras. Yes. You have a couple of data pads in your possession. So, you have two data pads. I do. Uh, one is the old one from the body that you found in the cold storage room. Uh, the other one is from uh, Nimrod here. Now, Nimrod also had a data jack on here. Now, when I said it, when I say a data pad. Don't forget that it is a data repository, so it, it's much more like a hard drive than it is an actual like tablet of any kind. So in order for you to use it, you are actually going to need to use the data jack for it. Uh, and the data jack you can recognize is a high density data jack. Uh, it is a level five item that gives you a plus one circumstance bonus to computers checks. Uh, and as you're looking through the uh, the, the data drive, uh, you can tell that it is hackable. Uh, it is going to take two full actions to hack. What would you like to do with either of these two? So get a 28 computers check. Uh, as I said, it's going to take you two full actions to do, uh, but you do get access to the uh, the drive's structure. And you notice that there is a countermeasure on it. Uh, It is a wipe countermeasure. Uh, And there is also a security upgrade on the drive itself. So I'll count that first check as you getting in and you kind of recognizing what's going on and what you need to do in order to hack it. Uh, So you're going to need to make one more computers check to do it. Uh, And... You know that if you fail the check, it will automatically wipe the the drive. Um, but you do recognize that you can take some time to get it back if you don't get it enough. Um, but it is a very high DC to to do. Can uh, somebody aid him? I might. I might be able to aid him. I'll try to aid. Sweet spot. Sweet spots aided me in the past. Aiding. Aiding. I can. So that's uh, twenty-five. Plus anything that uh, Sweet Spot can give me. Can we all help or just him? Anyone who has computers can help. I do not help. You choose not to help. <laughs> Rex provides a plus two. Uh, I don't aid. I got a nine. In fact, <gasps> I do not help. Ooh, I think 27. Okay, good. All right, uh, DC 23 computers to disable the countermeasures and get full access to this device. Nice. Good. Okay, so there's a a bunch of information here that you find. Uh, Let's see here. So, the repository is full of data on the lot of you. Psych profiles, recent history with the council, public and not-so-public records pulled from dozens of different databases. And all of this information is pretty much uh, in, in, an easy way for them to figure out what your actions are going to be and to try and plan against you. 
I was gonna say this feels like very usual suspects. You know, when it's like, oh, here's a dossier on every single one of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That it does. So disconcerting. I want to know what it says. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you uh, you take some time, and this probably takes like a, a few hours to do, and you go through like all the documentation, and this for for Magnum, this is a, a treasure trove of stuff. I, I imagine he's <laughs> he's just in he's in his glory here. Finally, <laughs> I get the dirt on these dirt bags. <laughs> never, 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 never. This will always come in useful at some point. Never too much information on someone. So as you're going through all these documents, you kind of like cherry pick a couple of uh, really juicy looking ones and, and things that really kind of like just catch your eye. On Wild Strike, there's a document in there on a place called the Vault of Stars. It was a secretive facility that was an experimental Decepticon research and development lab during the latter days of the war. Some of the deadliest weapons that Decepticon science developed were prototyped there. Like Wild Strike. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but the biggest rumors were the body modification slabs, forges and crucibles that allowed Megatron to create super warriors, either by strengthening individual bots with rare metals and new power sources, or research on combining, forcing several warriors to join into one enormous bot that had immense power, but lost the, the mental ability to control their actions. In Wildstrike's file is a badly corrupted transfer order from thousands of years ago. All that you can make out is that he was sent to the Vault of Stars as a replacement security officer. His record is blank for hundreds of years until it resumes with a transfer to the Nazar. And the Nazar is a, uh, a ship that he was assigned to. It's like he's up to some clandestine hanky-panky here. On Sweet Spot. Where? On my bumper? <laughs> is it my tire? Yep. Is it, is it my headlight? Sticker? Your one headlight. <laughs> Your life is like an open road. And as such a public figure, the amount of information available is staggering. Everything from your high-profile sponsor at the beginning of your career to your controversial voting record. Controversial. Oh, the hooker bot, stay in there. <laughs> Joining the Cybertronian Confederation wasn't a popular move on Velocitron at first, but you were there at the race when Blur, an outsider, busted onto the scene and forced Override to call for the vote. In your file, you find records of all your votes and a complete psychological workup based on your voting tendencies. Hmm. The workup, ordered by Knockout, shows concern that if you found a cause to champion, you might go beyond legal channels to ensure that it is successful and that the results might be detrimental to the long-term plans of Override's administration. That is preposterous. A hey, sweet spot. I suddenly like you a little bit more. <laughs> Just a little bit, huh? Well, I hope I can count on your vote. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I vote. I certainly do. Sometimes. In addition, several popularity polls initiated by the Velocitronian delegation were included. These polls show your popularity steadily rising, while knockouts 
remains flat. Hmm. Magnum, would you call that motive? Indeed. Something fishy. You better watch out who you work for, man. You smoke way too much there, sir. Way too much. You're the, you're the only Transformer I know that needs a voice box. It'll all be clear in time. Uh, Rex, your file is surprisingly light. Uh, aside from the psychological profile and the recent history reports. But the few things that are there concern you greatly. There are planetary scans of Eucharis with the location of your former cave marked in red. There are photographs there, images of the rest of your herd, like surveillance photos. Phaser the Brachiosaur, Gazer the Ankylosaur... Razor the Spinosaur, Mazer the Iguanodon, Nazer the Other Raptor, <laughs> Hazer the Plesiosaur, Taser the Pterodactyl, Crazer the Woolly Mammoth, and Quasar the Sabertooth Tiger. They only found half of them. <laughs> <laughs> Thank goodness they didn't scan the other side of the planet. <laughs> Rex, is there anything on that planet that isn't your herd? Probably not. Uh, Rex, <laughs> you, you are... Very fertile. <laughs> Planet Rex. Linked to the file is an update request, dated for five days from now. Interesting. How long will it take us to get back to Iacon? Uh, it would take you three or four days to get back to Iacon. And I assume it would have taken them as long as well. Uh, there is a space bridge at Iacon that uh, you... That you, yeah, that you guys have been granted access to as representatives of the council. Uh, so, if you were going to head back to Eucharist uh, for uh, for any reason, then yeah, you think you could make it within five days. Hmm. Ready? Some serious goings on there, Rex. Carapace, your military career is highlighted here. Campaigns from Stryon to Star's End, along with kill counts and notable deaths. The most interesting one is an infiltration mission you undertook where you stole a transport ship full of K-class Decepticons. And Magnum will tell you that a K-class Decepticon is a, uh, a Decepticon that was uh, convicted of desertion or betrayal. Uh, was turned into a bomb, like turned into a transformable bomb, and dropped as weapons of mass destruction on Autobot forces. So I, I, I so was that considered kidnapping or theft at that point? Kid theft. <laughs> Lila column A, Lila column B. Okay. <laughs> did, does it say what I did with them? Uh, it does not. Okay. But you remember the event. Right. So wherever you wanted to leave them off or whatever you wanted to do with them, that's uh, that's canon for you, so you can decide that. Huh. Interesting. I mean, okay, so when you say they're bombs, are we talking, like, tactical nukes, or are we talking, like, level of building? I would say a combination. Like, okay. the those, those small bots, like uh, like Pythagoras-sized ones, would be, like, building, you know, like, like building busters. And then, like, the big ones, like, uh, uh, you know, like Rail Spike or something like that, or, uh, or Steve Buscemi. No, Steve. <laughs> Steve was in. So yeah, you uh, you probably okay. hid away a, well, a transport full of uh, of bombs over there. So that's that's interesting. <laughs> it is. I'm uh, I'm curious to delve into that a bit. 
in addition, uh, potential blackmail and extortion plans are detailed and crossed out, as whoever wrote this realized that you don't stay silent in your line of work. It looks like they eventually gave up and decided to simply put a bounty on your head. <laughs> Is that us in general or, or, or me in particular? You specifically. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and you can actually see the, uh, the bounty request on it. It's for 20,000 Shanix, payable upon proof of death. And it's signed, Zaron of Cybertron, Iacon Diplomatic Hub. Do I know that name? Do I? Uh, yes. Yes, you do. He was one of the people that you met, uh, one of the ministers of Cybertron. He was in that uh, the room with uh, with Ironhide, Quick Switch, uh, Fix It. Uh, I'm forgetting the other one. Oh, Wheeljack, Wheeljack, and uh, Zaron was the other one. He is the uh, essentially the diplomatic minister, the the head of state below Starscream. Ha! Huh. Interesting. Mm. And we and we have effective. Is this like a paper trail? Like uh, like you know, is this damning evidence that we just found? I uh, if you want to share it with people, yeah, that I'd. That'd be concerning for, for Zaron. Oh, good to know. Good to know. I believe that bounty is about to go up. <laughs> <laughs> and Magnum, you are searching through your own record on here, and several pieces of information pique your interest. As we all lean in over his shoulder. <laughs> your occupation was listed as a senior field officer with the Iacon police force before the war. Your service record is exemplary, with commendations for undercover work rooting out the underground gladiatorial arenas that thrived during the Functionist era. But your record stops on Declaration Day. You left Cybertron and became an adventurer traveling from world to world. You continue poking through your history until you come across an entry for a large crystal that you recognize. The file contains information about its structure, makeup, and internal scans show it to be the data core of an ancient Cybertronian, uh, perhaps as old as the first generation of Transformers. Uh, the information it could contain is priceless. Does this data core happen to resemble something I have allegedly stolen? Absolutely does. Okay, I was just going to say, yeah, it's had a... Apparently I used to be a bull. Is it pictured? Apparently I used to be a bull, and this uh, crystal I stole is uh, big news. Oh, uh, one other thing on here before I have you roll something else. Uh, Since you succeeded on the the hacking attempt on the first try, uh, you also find... You also get access to Nimrod's personal account, uh, and you gain an additional 3,000 credits. I'm sorry. 3,000 Shannix. Yeah, I was say. I think we got our hazard pay. Uh, so you have a total of 5,000 Shannix to split between all of you from the 1,000 the you found on Shortfall and Nimrod apiece, and then the stuff you just stole from Nimrod. Or his, his account. Well, nice. Appropriated, anyway. Uh, go ahead and make a culture check. And if anyone wants to aid, you are welcome to aid. I got uh, 19 all together. So plus two from Speed Spot? Yep. All right, that's going to be 38. 
Ooh, nice. man, that is a crushed DC. G- Jesus, Matt, the DC was like 25 at most. <laughs> okay, uh, so you learn a little bit about who these two bots uh, were. Uh, 38, a little bit, really? Yeah, j- j- just a little bit. Uh, you learn that these two are named Shortfall and Nimrod. And they are two former members of a group called the Ravagers, a former Decepticon military group of assassins, spies, and saboteurs. With the downfall of the Decepticon forces, their philosophy has evolved into one of utter hatred of the Cybertronian government, uh, whom they believe that the, the Autobots are in control of. They believe that the new government represents a weakening of the strength of the Cybertronian race. Uh, And it's also rumored that the former leader of the group, a bot named Deadswitch, is responsible for the violent philosophical course of the organization. It looks like these two uh, have joined up with Cybertron first as... Uh, for for whatever reason, you you haven't been able to figure that part out, but it looks like that they are doing uh, the bidding of Cybertron first. My fanatic enemy of my fanatic enemy is still my fanatic enemy. I think. Actually, they did that in uh, what was that game? The remember the Illuminati card game? I do. All all all, all fanatic groups were considered opposite. Even though normally, like, it would be like, if you had the same type, you would be like, oh, you're my ally. But Fnatic was always considered opposite, even other other Fnatics. Yeah, yeah, normally they cooperate. Yep. <clears throat> just, it's just interesting. It's so, so we have another, <laughs> another group, a fancy, fancy dirtbag group, trying to destroy the Cybertronian government. They can't get a break, can they? Out of the, out of the frying pan and into the, uh, into the sun, apparently. <laughs> Indeed. All right. So, any questions on any of the stuff that you have learned today? Hmm. It's going to take a bit of processing here. <laughs> Prodding. Hmm. Going to take a bit of thinking about all this. Yeah. So, Magnum, uh, about this information you uncovered about myself, would it be possible for you to edit some of the the content? In there. In, you the, uh, in the data core? Yeah. For what reason? Why do you want to edit it? Uh, I want to, uh, uh, the part about my, uh, my maybe going above and beyond the, the Call of Duty in a, a negative connotation. Uh, maybe, uh, switch that up a little bit. Why, are you planning on publishing this? Uh, well, I'd like to put a, a positive spin on things. I mean, we're not we're not just gonna give this to anyone anyway. What are you worried? Right, about? right. But uh, it's possible that uh, it could get out at any rate. So uh, editing it at its source, I think, would be uh, would be best in the long run. Don't worry, I'll take care of the information. I'll, I'll don't worry about it. I'll take care of it. Thank you, sir. I know I could count on you. I'll make sure the information is exactly as needed. Right. <laughs> Do what? What now? <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about it. Don't stress about it. Everything's fine. <laughs> you say that, but uh, my oil pressure is going up a little bit. <laughs> I don't know why. You might want to get that looked at. 
Everything is just fine, just as much as your voting record is, you know? Anyway, I don't see any problems with your, your record here. You don't? No. That's good. Very good. And Magnum, you do think that if you wanted to make any changes to it, uh, you, you're you confident that you hacked into it well enough that you can make any edits or affect anything on it that you want to? Okay. Well, no one's going to be getting this outside of our group for now. Well, the only one of these things that seems to be uh, time-sensitive is, is Rex's thing. So, like, if it's going to take us most of that time in order to get back to Iacon, and then we got to set up, you know, using the bridge, and then we don't know how, like, how far away is Rex's cave from the, the space bridge? I mean, like, can we another... get, like, if we get within, like, radio distance, can we call someone faster to come get one or more of us so we can get there fast? I mean, Rex, Rex would probably say that he's okay with going alone, checking things out, and then he can... Well, you don't go anywhere alone. Check in with you, you know what I mean. <laughs> Because we have other things going on, too, our group, so... Right. Right. Don't forget that there are two shuttles still parked in the uh, uh, Oaks's hangar bay. And while you will need to take a little bit of time to um, to kind of get them on- online again, that is possible. They would get there faster than... Than the Metallicas? Oh, yeah. Certainly. You can march across land and get there faster. A turbo turtle will get there faster. Do you know how to fly, um, Rex? Uh, not really. I don't have any ranks in it. I don't know how hard it okay. is to just go and not just get blown have laser up. fly for you. Laser can fly for you. I mean, I have I have a rank I have a rank in piloting. So I mean, worst case, like if we need to fix it and we want to just like say like, oh, we're getting you ahead of time, but that means like neither of us will be on the ship if we're attacked again. Yeah, I figured I could drop him off at the space bridge. He can go and do his thing, and then I'll be waiting. And I mean, hell, I might even be I could fly out and probably catch them halfway on the way in. You might even be able to check in with Wildstrike if you wanted, I guess. I don't know if that's what Mike wants either, but... <laughs> well, that's that, that's actually good. Okay, so yeah, we'll, uh, we'll say that's what you guys do. So uh, as you are, are refilling uh, for today, you're getting the, the Metallicus's and Andron canisters refilled, uh, refilling the, the Metallicus itself, filling up the canisters on... Uh, the Kaon Star, and getting that uh, hitched up to tow back to Iacon. Uh, during this time, Magnum is kind of going through all of the, the data pads for it and dealing with that. Uh, and I imagine uh, Blue Shift and maybe Sweet Spot are helping out to get the uh, the shuttles up and running. They do. And then towards the end of the day, uh, Rex and Carapace, you guys are going to jump on a shuttle to quickly get back to Iacon uh, so Rex can get over to the space bridge so he can check on his herd and as soon as that's uh, that's ready then yeah you guys uh, you guys head out I just want to make a copy of all the data before we go so just we have backups of everything we have of our own okay we also need to just wrap up the uh, the the containment and collection of the spark eater parts for our yes subquest okay anyone have a ziploc bag you have a uh, a, a canister or a, um, like a coffin shaped uh, container you can put all the pieces left in there mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, and yeah, so there's no the day, there's no precedent of like a spark eater like suddenly like pulling itself back together, right? <laughs> uh, Pythagoras will tell you no. Okay, okay. okay. I was gonna say we we should probably lock this door. Pythagoras is a liar. <laughs> <laughs> <It's just> like, <laughs> we need cyber garlic just in case. And tie it closed. Uh, Pythagoras, as you are looking through both of those uh, data pads, you do get into the uh, the older data pad. You uh, you rig up a a little uh, power supply for it and take a look at it and uh, it's a couple of interesting things on there it's it is a uh, there's a uh, inventory reports and kind of what the, the ship was containing and all that but the interesting thing that you note on there is an annotated copy of Towards Peace uh, along with uh, the in the annotations uh, looks like it's disagreements that the writer had with the text of, uh, of the document uh, and you think that uh, it's possible that this bot could have gotten into an argument with Megatron back when he was a minor back when he wrote Towards Peace and maybe had an, an altercation with him and maybe that's how he ended up being in the in that cold storage room Deep Breeze is political enemies yep that sounds like him so we have a minor philosopher on our hands Mm-hmm. <laughs> I get it because he was a minor. Yeah, don't think too hard. <laughs> <laughs> never do, never do. Everyone is in the the hangar bay, and the shuttles are repaired. And uh, Rex and Carapace are about to get on the shuttle. All right, got her all uh, all ready there for you. Should take you all the way. Thank you very much. You know, as long as you don't hit any bumps or someone trying to shoot you down or nothing like that. Yeah, but she'll take care of them, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we, we go way back. We'll send you some tires when you're on Eucaris. <laughs> oh, don't worry. I already uh, I snuck Sweaty's spare in my suitcase. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't tell him. <laughs> in-flight snack. Actually, uh... He's surprisingly light on his feet when it comes to certain tasks. <laughs> Specifically regarding tires. Yes, yes. Actually, uh, you'll notice I, I still got the, this tear in my right tire up here on my shoulder. And, well, uh, I don't know how long you're going to be gone, but I know you might get a little hungry. So I packed my, I, I pack my real, real spare tire on the shuttle for you. <laughs> in case you get I appreciate that take care of yourself Rex good luck Rex I hope you meet someone that isn't you when you get there don't worry once I, I get the herd settled I'm sure I'll, I'll see you guys again right I'll keep in touch I'll let you know if something's going on yes please do well I know where I know where you live so <laughs> oh yeah that's right you have his address <laughs> yeah everyone keep an eye on Carapace for me third third <laughs> third cave on the left way deeper than that but yeah that's, that's, that's that works we may or may not visit you uh, when you're not expecting but don't worry about that did you hear how many other bots are in his herd it sounds like he is constantly expecting they're not his children they're just people that are drawn to his animal magnetism children followers flock whatever <laughs> in your combined form can you even stand up 
<laughs> he transforms into a landscape. <laughs> He's just a, a big ball of small, smaller bots wandering around. Katamari Dama. I was just going to say Katamari Tron. <laughs> Katamari Tron. If you do come visit, avoid the tar pits. Yeah, Quasar got stuck in there once, right? I think so. It happens. <laughs> That was the the, the, the Smilodon, right? I don't remember. It takes forever yeah. to get the tar out of the joints. <laughs> I can't believe it. Well, I mean, I guess that's actually interesting because the tires are effectively just like hardened tar. So, like, that's probably why you liked them so much because they reminded you of home. <laughs> yeah, that must be it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can you home. again, can you? <laughs> Look, you already got my spares, all right? I got to go all the way home on this flat. Before we leave, like, before, like, you know, when I drop you off, I'll, uh, I'll actually remove my uh, repair sp- spider silk and my attention deflectors and give those to you. Oh, okay. So you'll be able to heal yourself in nature and blend in a little bit better. And where the hell did he go? <laughs> not, it's not that much. <laughs> what, no? No, right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> where the hell is he? It's about it's about as good as like a Clark Kent mask, you know? <laughs> hey, that, that worked really well for him. <laughs> Any uh, final words for Blue Shift? For Blue Shift? Well, does, does Blue Shift have any final words for Rex? I know you didn't know him that, that well, but... Uh, I didn't know you that well there, but uh, good luck. Thank you, Blue Shift. Remember, come visit me sometime. Uh, maybe. I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be back for you. <laughs> well, actually, we we seem to have an open Blue Shift. Uh, you want to wanna join up with our group here once we get back to Icon? Oh, I don't know. I still got work to do here. Mm, that is true. We're down some crew. But uh, we have cookies. Oh, that is mighty tempting. Or, or tires. Mighty tempting. <laughs> or tires. <laughs> <laughs> I got. I got to be honest, Blue Shift. I, I didn't. Uh, I didn't much care for your, your jibber jabber in the beginning, but uh, probably because it, it reflected my own a bit. And, and it's hard to hear yourself speaking in in, in such a manner. But, uh, yeah, it's hard to hear you talk to. <laughs> yeah, it, it, you've uh, you've kind of grown on me a bit. So uh, the invitation is open there. Oh, thank you. I really appreciate that. There's cream for things that grow on you like that. You know, I, I got I got a job to finish up here, but I do have your comm number. So if things open up, I can give you a call. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and, and only time of night. and only if they only if they open up for you. Yeah. He loves to talk on the phone. Don't don't let him don't let him tell you otherwise. He's modest. He loves to talk on the phone. <laughs> Anytime, especially in the middle of the night, 3 a.m. Works great. Maybe we can go visit an Energon <laughs> hole. I don't think we had a single conversation. Uh, like, you know, you had, like, your little, like, oh, I gotta meet everybody kind of thing, and I'm like, except for me. I was always, like, busy yeah. doing something. <laughs> but that's the way Carapace likes it. Yeah. It's like, oh, hey, yeah. Bye. <laughs> it's like, this conversation yeah. was the head nod. Yeah. So... <laughs> real, 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 real bots don't actually talk to each other or say goodbye. You know, they just sort of walk right. away from each other. Oh, enough with the real bot macho shit and, and grunt. I mean, I'm I'm totally kissing Rex in the mouth when he leaves. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh God, please let it be caught on camera. We're close. I'm gonna miss him. <laughs> Every chance you get. <laughs> then we're gonna Photoshop it to look like sweaty. <laughs> blast across the universe. <laughs> wait, wait, which which mouth are you kissing? The, the Stego one or the robot Both. one? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
It's gonna be a whole photo shoot. He's gonna kiss all the uh, all the all the little followers and everything of the entire herd. It takes us six days to get home. Goodbyes take so long with you and your fucking herd. All right, we ain't got time for this. Everyone transform into the Stegosaurus. We're staying goodbye once. That's it. Yes. <laughs> Y'all probably say about Y'all get to share the goodbye. That's it. Uh, you guys head out and start making your trip back to Iacon. Uh, the trip on the Metallicus is... Uh, fairly uneventful. Uh, it is very slow going. In fact, it's a little bit slower than before because you're towing this, uh, this other big ship behind you. Uh, and you can hear the, hear the engines on the, the Metallicus whining and complaining, uh, all the time. Oh, I don't like to pull things like this. <laughs> why, why did we make our engines transformers? Uh, they're real workhorses. Rasinante. As you are getting close to the halfway point, uh, you finally start picking up some transmissions from Iacon. It is kind of the standard uh, uh, news and like port communications and stuff like that. Just kind of uh, the ship kind of pinging back and forth between the spaceport and the ship, identification, all that. And and you're starting to actually get uh, transmissions and stuff from the city. And you're you're picking up uh, a news broadcast. Hmm. Oh, no. Yep. This is Circuits with the Iacon News Network with a tragic update to the story of the Metallicus. Minister Zaron has informed us that the transport was lost somewhere over the Rust Sea with all hands on board. The screen shows a list of names of the crew and pictures you recognize and at the end of that, the five of you. Also reported lost were a team of investigators recently assigned to the ship. Ambassador Sweetspot of Velocitron, Magnum of Scarvix, Rex and Carapace of Eucharis, and Zephyr, also of Velocitron. These brave officers first made a name for themselves during the bombing at Iacon Plaza, rescuing civilians and helping relief workers. They further distinguished themselves by stopping Stonebreaker at the Stormrunner Memorial Speedway during his unprovoked attack. Most recently, they freed hostages from Harness and Cybertron first during the misunderstanding at Metalhawk Landing. They will be missed, and Cybertron is poorer with their loss. May Primus protect them on their journey to the Allspark. To be continued next time. Nice. That's awesome. I begin a slow clap. I mean, this isn't the first time that I've been written off for dead, so. This makes it easier for you guys to go into cover now. Yeah. <laughs> right? yeah. It's the first time for me. Assuming we weren't flying into a, in a giant bomb. <laughs> well, I mean, it's like we're going to, like, us arriving late is going to be like the Titanic pulling in. You know? <laughs> <laughs> With everyone better, on board. Better late than never, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Titanic just arrived. <laughs> Better late than never. Ghostbusters 2, right? Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. Yep. Cheech Marin. This is Circuit reporting for the Iacon Newsfeed with breaking news on this day, 6th Cycle 04. Empire of Rust was created, written, and GM'd by Michael Ordway. Carapace is played by Patrick Finn. 
Wild Strike the Decepticon is played by Mike M. Rex, Blazer, Grazer, and Laser are played by Rob Muller. Pythagoras and Magnum are played by Matthew G. And Adam H. Chu plays Sweet Spot, junior representative of Velocitron. Stay up to the nanosecond on all the latest news on Cybertron and beyond by tuning into the Transmissions Network. Please support our show by going to transmissionspodcast.com slash rust. Until next time, Cybertron, this is Circuit signing off.